Welcome to the LCBC Student Ministry Leader Podcast. It can be really hard leading a group of high schoolers or middle schoolers, and so we come to talk about how we can do that a little bit better. How can we walk beside students and lead them to Jesus in all different situations of life? So today we're going to be focusing a little bit more on high schoolers. In our last episode, we kind of talked a little bit more about middle schoolers. So today we're going to be talking about high schoolers and um, just their development, where they're at, how we can walk beside them and kind of marry their mental develop with their spiritual developing all at the same time. Um, and so we have Caleb Federoff here today. So thank you for joining us. Yeah, this is fun. I love it. Yeah. So anyways, you're, you should, you're an expert at this, right? Oh my Lanta. Because everyone can figure out start. high schoolers. No, not, not even close. Not even close. So Caleb, just kind of give us the heartbeat of why is it important to just understand where high schoolers are at, especially because it's such a wide range, right? Yeah. They come in at like 14 and then leave some of them 19. And, and it's like so much development yeah. that, that happens between those two ages, two things that I'd think about. One is um, one of the main things that we need to do as small group leaders, as life group leaders, um, is take what we understand from the Bible and then marry it with where they are right now. So it just starts with knowing students and knowing them as as best as you possibly can. Uh, Learning where high school students are developmentally helps you better understand where they are past the surface. Um, So that's just one of the things that that I think about and consider. And then the other thing is um, a common mistake uh, that I make at times and I think other people make at times too, uh, particularly being adult leaders that lead students, is, hey, I was in high school one time, so I just automatically get it. And over and over and over again, that always seems like a misunderstanding where it's like, man, high school's a lot different now than it was when you were in high school. Um, and as soon as we kind of take that posture of, hey, like, I know everything I need to know here. I know the scriptures. I know what it was like to be in high school. Like, this is just kind of a, a done thing. Um, we, we stop getting better. So just like going open hand and saying, hey, I still have a lot to learn here. Um, yeah. And ultimately meeting students where they're at. So. Yeah, I think what you said is just so important to remembering just because we were in high school at one point doesn't mean we fully understand everything. I mean, we were in high school not that long ago. It was I mean, 10 years ago. Right. I was just thinking about this. It's wild. Like 10 years ago and even like comparing my experience of high school with all that I hear from high school students on, on Wednesday nights now, like it really is a world different. It's, it's, it's wild how much things have changed. Right. And then we threw a pandemic in on everything right? else. So yeah. with yeah. technology, a pandemic the society pressures like it just changes with every generation so we can't always act like we know all of it Um, while there are some probably general bases that we can all kind of agree on there's definitely a lot of different things so um, yeah I love that and so one of the things that we talked about um, in our last episode and this episode is we're talking through orange content which is something we use um, if you're a leader at LCBC, you've probably heard this before. so much of their stuff. It's also good. Yeah. And so um, they talk about four main questions that kind of each age group asks during this season of life. And so, Caleb, do you mind sharing what those are and then kind of breaking down why they ask those questions? Sure, sure. So a lot of content. So I'll just kind of go through it methodically and then just give one point per grade. So real quick, uh, one, one question per grade for freshmen, it's where do I belong? Where do I belong? For sophomores, why should I believe? For juniors, how can I matter? And then for seniors, what will I do? Uh, so just one quick point with with each one of those, just to take it a little bit further as a leader for freshmen, again, who are asking, where do I belong? So important to be really intentional, particularly in that grade, with uh, building culture 
And one of the most helpful things that, that I've heard when it comes to, to building culture with any team or with any group is that culture is a mixture of what you implement and what you allow. So then just jumping straight into those questions of like, hey, what is happening in this group right now that I'm allowing to happen that is changing how we interact with each other? And then the, the second thing for, for those freshman leaders specifically to say, um, like, where are we going and how are we going to get there? And then that should then take you to that final step of um, what what do I need to implement? What's this group's next step in that journey? And I'm assuming that that place that you're going is to become a fully devoted follower of, of Christ. So uh, for freshmen, where do I belong? For for sophomores, why why should I believe? It's interesting because when high school students hit uh, the certain part in their development where they start to kind of like question the faith a little bit and start to ask some of those more critical questions, um, it's so helpful because that that's an important step in, their, in them owning their faith. But then as leaders, oftentimes we put the pressure on ourselves to have all the answers and we just never will have all of those answers. So um, we just want to encourage all those sophomore leaders or even if um, you're a leader in um, that, that isn't a, a, a sophomore, but your group is asking a lot of those like more analytical questions, um, would just say, hey, d- don't put your, the pressure on yourself to be an expert, but to be a guide. Um, one of the most important things that you can do is teach your students how to find an answer, not give them all the answers, because at some point, um, the relationship that you have with them will become less and less. And one of the most lasting gifts that, that you can give them is the ability to continue to explore their faith without your guidance. So um, that would be for sophomores. For juniors, how can I matter? Um, that, to me, like that junior year is all about starting to make you, you, your faith really actionable. So giving opportunity to be able to um, actually do something with it. Oftentimes this comes with serving. There's so many different opportunities for, for high schools to, to serve at LCBC, whether it's kid ministry or Collide. But I'd even suggest that there's things that, that you can do within your small group to, to do that as well. So um, one, for example, would be um, even within your group to have one student that, let's say, uh, takes over like the, the prayer request portion of group. So you're going around, you're going to close your group in prayer. Um, that they'll be the person that write down all those requests, that put them on the group thread, that make sure the group is, is praying throughout the week for those things. And then even the following week, following up on those things and saying, hey, like you had mentioned this situation, how did that go? Uh, starting to give them a way to, to own their faith and own being a part of the community can be really helpful for that junior year. And then lastly, for seniors, what will I do? Um, to me, that senior year is one of the most fun because you get to start help them kind of vision and dream that next step of their lives. Uh, seniors are constantly being asked the question, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What's your next step? Um, and to be able to help them form that is like, it's it's a rare honor. But um, one of the things that, that helps me in, in thinking through that process is um, for seniors, oftentimes that process of finding that can be really discouraging. So I kind of like to to think of it as a kite. So um, when they get discouraged, you need to be the wind under their sails. You need to affirm. You need to encourage. You need to help them. You need to guide them. Uh, but then at other times, um, they'll be in that process of, of kind of finding what's next. Uh, and sometimes their visions can become disconnected from reality or not be super grounded. And in those moments, you need to be the, the string of the kite that, that kind of holds them down and keeps them grounded. And discerning between the two um, is, a, is a nuanced kind of skill that you just constantly need to be kind of figuring out. So um, a lot of information there, but hopefully some, some next steps and just thinking through uh, some of the development of, of the high schoolers. So Yeah, I think 
high school is such an important phase. And it's one of those things, too, that it's really funny because with all that changes, there's jokes going on right now about how this next generation, like skinny jeans aren't cool anymore and you need to have a, a middle part and all that kind of stuff to be cool. But in reality... You don't have to be cool to be a leader, to walk and have influence in their life. What you need is to set basically an example of Mm -hmm. how to follow Jesus in all seasons. And if you hunker in and do that in these next four years, you can have influence in ways you'll never realize. Like I remember my youth pastor, I can't tell you a single thing he ever said to me, but how he lived his life out in front of me still has impact on me today. Um, And so that's where your students are going to pick up from you is how, how you just walk beside them in these seasons, not having every answer not having, you know, the perfect, um, you know, one liner for everything, but yep. just maybe walking beside them and saying, hey, I don't know, but I'm going to walk beside you. Yeah. And even like, I feel like high schoolers specifically can sniff out in authenticity or, or when you're not being authentic um, and they will immediately stop listening at that moment. So if, if your message isn't uh, matching with your life uh, immediately, that's just going to invalidate what you're saying and, and things will go off the rails from there. Yeah. And, and what I've read is that j- this generation currently too, really really wants authenticity more than anything um and so if you just do that man you can have influence i think in ways that you may not even realize Mm -hmm. which is just so important um so caleb in the orange phase content um it kind of talks about how uh the high schoolers are motivated by different things and so um how does that affect ninth tenth and eleventh graders differently so they're motivated by different things um how does that affect them and then how can the leader kind of take that and run with it with their students. Yeah, so honestly, like, uh, for me, and just, like, in practice, I, I usually boil down, like, one major motivation for, for like, the whole high school band. You, you can go further than that, uh, but for me, it, it, it tends to boil down to, like, one thing, and that's freedom. Like, in high school, you want to feel grown up, you want to keep moving forward, you want independence, you want to ram up against things that maybe were encouraged in the past, and you kind of just need to, to make it your own. Um, so it's, it's constantly that freedom. And the interesting part and in what can be tricky um, is in discerning what freedom to give a high schooler, uh, freedom comes with responsibility. And we know that as adults and high schoolers always want the freedom, but they don't always want the responsibility. Uh, one time that I, I messed this up tremendously, I was supposed to be covering up a, a junior group because the leader wasn't there that night. So um, it was like after a talk or whatever. And then I, I got there a little late. So um, I opened the door and they're having discussion and everything is going super good. And I'm like, wow, like seriously, like they're going in. Um, and then it was obvious that my presence was almost getting in the way of that, of like, oh, like you guys aren't being as honest all of a sudden. Uh, maybe I should just step out. So I was like, okay, guys, here's the deal. I'm really proud of what you're doing right now. This is great. Discussion's great. Everything's going good. I'm going to check in again, but I just need you guys to keep doing what you're doing. I'll leave you alone. Just do your thing. And they're like, cool, cool, whatever. Uh, so I started to do rounds around the church, just checking in on groups then. And when I, when I got all the way back, uh, a leader calls me over and they're like, hey, man, so just wanted you to know I think that there's a boy up on the roof. And I was like, no. So then I run over, and obviously it's one of the students that I had left in that group that I thought was ready for that freedom of like, hey, like you guys can totally run yourself. You're doing a great job. Uh, but because I, I wasn't discerning that well, because they weren't quite ready for, for the responsibility, um, took it a little bit further than I probably should have. So uh, that process of releasing freedom to high schoolers in all kinds of different ways, um, yeah, you just need to be really careful with how you do it. So 
Yeah, that story I think perfectly sets up too, like kind of high schoolers and how we can walk beside them well is just one of those things of like teaching them freedom, kind of letting them figure out who they are in this season and giving yeah. grace for that because we kind of want them to figure out who they are and what they believe and kind of test those boundaries while they're in a safe environment, while they have adults who care about them yep. um, surrounding them so that when they do go out into the world and they're kind of adults and on their own, that they've kind of figured that out already and they aren't testing the boundaries when they're in their 20s and and maybe making some more harmful decisions that might have more life influencing totally. um, situations. And so anyways, it's one of those things that I think if we kind of figure out, I'd rather, you know, while it's probably not the best that a kid's walking on a roof, it's also one of those things that it's like... It's an understatement. I'd rather, <laughs> I'd rather them figure out and test those boundaries here where they're safe and yeah, where right. we can love on them and kind of help them grow. But then on the other side too... Um, you know, we learn from it too, and we can yep. kind of say, okay, we can walk alongside you. And we had a very constructive talk when he got down. <laughs> yep, 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 yeah. And so, I, I don't know, I'd rather that than at yeah. a college party when he's, you know, 100%. 18 and doing crazy things. So anyways, so um, I think that's a, a great, just a great setup of how we can love on our students and kind of help them grow in this phase to be adults that come back and say maybe thank you at one point, but also just love Jesus yeah. um, through all the phases of their life too. Yep. So the final thing is, is if a leader was going to hear all of this, because it's a lot of information, what's one thing, like one step that you could say, hey, walk away. You know, you can't take all of this and probably implement it right away. Sure. So what's one step that they could take? Yeah. So honestly, uh, the way that I'm going to answer this is going to sound almost as a cop out, but I 100% believe it's the most important thing. Um, And we can get to know students as, as best as possible. We can understand where they're at developmentally. We can know the scriptures and bring those things together very beautifully. Uh, but the reality is, if you aren't prioritizing your own relationship with Jesus prior to all of those steps, the whole thing will crumble. Um, it is so, so important that, that your main intentionality is to lead yourself first and then allow your relationship with Jesus to, to bubble over and then, and then that leading your group can kind of be that that secondary thing so um would just encourage all the leaders out there um really just asking a couple questions like when what, what's the last intentional thing that that you did in your relationship with jesus what's the last thing you felt he caused you to that that, that you responded to with obedience uh what's the last thing that you did to to cultivate that relationship with him are you gathering are you in an, in an adult group that you can kind of sort things out Um, There's so many different things, but just always remembering that um, first and foremost, you cannot lead students somewhere that you are not going yourself. And if you you aren't continually becoming a a more fully uh, following follower of Jesus, uh, you won't be able to to lead students there either. Yeah. And I think one of the things I've actually learned recently or not learned, it's just kind of something that's been on my mind recently is um, I was listening to a talk not that long ago and it was talking about how Um, our prayers don't have to be these big eloquent things, but Mm. just waking up in the morning and like kind of laying the important things of your life at Jesus's feet every morning. And it's one of those things that it's like, it could, that could take five seconds while you're laying in bed. And most importantly, I'd hope that we would lay important people at Jesus's feet in our life. And I think our students should be one of those groups because Mm -hmm. outside of parents, we're hoping to be one of the biggest influences in their lives. And so hopefully we would say, Hey God, like I don't have all the answers, but thank you for letting me, 
walk beside these high schoolers. God, I lay them at your feet and just use me in whatever way you yep. possibly can. Yep. And just taking it one step at a time. Yep. Yep. Yeah, because it really is. We can plan all we want to, but we're never going to know. What, especially I think of like freshman leaders and just like you don't know what these next four years are going to look like. Absolutely not. And there's going to be things that you could just never predict. And so, um, yeah, it's just crazy. So if we we have uh, Jesus and we're focusing on that, we can't we can't really go wrong. So, um, Caleb, thank you so much for being here today. It's a ton of fun. Thanks. Yeah. And thank you guys for joining us. And we hope that you join us for our next episode.